G'day guys, welcome to this week's weekly developer update. Joe, how are you mate? Doing pretty well, happy new year buddy. Yeah, happy new year, the first uh, developer update of uh, 2023. Uh, glad to be back here and in the seat after a couple of weeks off. Um, and then, yeah, dealing with some sickness on the back end of things. But yeah, glad to be back and uh, back in interacting with the community and bringing these updates. Yeah, sometimes I guess cruise ships can be a bit of a petri dish, eh? <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, kicking things off into the new year, uh, pretty exciting developments uh, we see with uh, Alex, he's announced um, on Twitter and we see him later in this developer update as well with the work he's doing on the UTXO set snapshot. Yeah, that's uh, way too rapidly sync a full node. You know, one of the issues that we kind of run into in uh, in blockchains is I, the ideal situation is every user um runs infrastructure right there's a certain security incentive to uh you know they get their own ability to kind of audit the network um and as well as interact uh you know as a validator and that's actually pretty critical to decentralization right um but in an era of you know let's say users that never really mind don't know much about a node and perhaps only have used uh, browser light wallet or something like that um you know being an infrastructure provider really isn't in their mind and it's kind of a pain in the ass you know if if they try to sync a full node uh you know it takes time right and if they're coming off of just the exposure to the uh light let's say browser wallet experience a lot of them are kind of like what is this this is a terrible experience yeah. you know you sometimes have to wait hours uh to synchronize and so this you know, rapidly uh increases the time that it takes to sync a full note now um i guess we should probably come up with some sexy name for it for marketing purposes <laughs> but that's beyond my skill set to be honest well here's a shout out to the community if you have any uh, recommendations on what we should sort of call this improvement um or this upgrade also uh, by all means reach out now uh, we could probably put a poll together and have a community vote and come up with something pretty cool yeah that would be nice to see uh so you know it's a step moving towards uh the uh nepo pal implementation um yep. and so you know once we uh, reach that point then oof, the you know light wallet experience is going to be kind of synchronized with full node security and you get p2p layer interaction directly uh, there's a lot of magic there that's coming it's probably underappreciated and you know i guess the average user might even see it as a little bit nerdy but um in terms of security assumptions it's it's pretty amazing magic yeah definitely on the nip our side we sort of see that as like a compression side for the blocks uh sort of um scenario whereas the utxo set snapshot is basically um another side to that of actually the accounting sort of uh, model uh so how does it the set snapshot so i can slowly get it out we definitely need a new name for it um how does that sort of uh trigger and um basically compression bring the improvements that we want to see Sure. So instead of going through, um, let's say block by block, it's grabbing chunks from a set of a distributed set of actors, and then it's kind of rebuilding those chunks um, as block history. Yeah, 
It's pretty exciting. And uh, if I remember correctly, I'm a bit foggy at the moment in regards to sort of my recovery, but um, it's 20, 30 minutes or so for the sync on the set snapshot. Is that, is it, well, that's what I recall that right? Yeah, that's what we're shooting for, 20, 30 minutes, which, you know, um, compared to let's say somebody with faster internet might hit five, six hours. Uh, somebody with slower internet, you know, hard to even predict sometimes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a huge improvement. And the reality is there are benefits in, in running a, a full node. And I do hope that, you know, let's say in 2023, we do see some, uh, I don't know, UI, UX uh, improvements packaged on top of the node, right? Satergo's done an awesome job in terms of uh, delivering an easy to install uh, full node. Um, those of you that are interested, you know, I, I would definitely recommend you hit that up. Uh, you know, you can run it on a Linux, you can run it on a Windows, you can run it on a Mac. We've had some people that, you know, will create a virtual environment on a phone and spin up a full node uh, on a phone. Um, you know, but uh, then the question is, can we package, you know, applications or, uh, you know, some fancy uh, user experience into that that allows, uh, let's say, users to, um, I don't know, be pushed in that direction to <laughs> incentivize uh, them in some way to be inf infrastructure providers. Uh, I think that that would be a great path to see. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, shout out to Aberg as well and uh, Nadia, I believe, with the UI update. It looks in, it's looking fantastic. And the user experience yeah. there is really good. Uh, so by, by all means, jump on there and check it out. Um, just on the node side of things, people running infrastructure, there's more benefits just from security, like personal security also. But um, running the node, it does uh, hold the, the state of the blockchain as well and this set snapshot um, obviously there uh, but then also it enforces the protocol rules and everything like that as well so it does that greatly um aids in the resilience and sort of the decentralization of the platform and as a whole as well yeah you, you essentially become an auditor yeah yeah very simple terms yep yeah. all right mate very nice intro let's jump into the dev update all right Okay, so uh, things off, we have Louis Vatra. So Louis has finished setup of uh, his own server, so it runs as a backend for the upper uh, ErgoPad. Uh, the database uh, syncing is done using Bucato. He's uh, spinning up a Cardano node uh, ready for running a watcher or maybe a guard for Rosen, and he's uh, further working on Padaya. That's interesting that they're uh, end up as a guard on Rosen. I do imagine that a lot of uh, projects that they work with are, in, you know, instant multi-chain projects, you know, uh, where, you know, the liquidity can be on Cardano or, you know, what other, other chains uh, Rosen starts to connect to. It's pretty interesting and really looking forward to it all comes a lot. Uh, so next up we have Ergflip. All right, so Ergflip uh, pushed an upgrade, released the roulette game, <clears throat> working pretty good. Uh, a few bugs reported, and currently trying uh, to time find time to fix that. Uh, Ergflip.com has surpassed thirty five hundred transactions uh, since it was launched one month ago. So we got some DJ players in the community. 
Well, speaking of that, I actually saw uh, the number one earner is up around a hundred. Uh, sorry, a thousand erg. So congratulations to that person. That's pretty wild. <laughs> well, good luck, everybody. Um, <laughs> looks like the game animations are working on mobile uh, now without any timeout, uh, stopping them from actual results. Uh, looks like up next for Erg Flip is restyling uh, the web, making it look more like an actual casino. Uh, right now, it is a very simple layout with dummy colors, and I uh, didn't expect to get this far. Uh, it started as something to help with learning, and yeah, look where we are now. It's pretty amazing. Hopefully, one of these days, the drinks are free there. <laughs> the, the, I love the story behind Erg Flip as well, obviously only being in the ecosystem for Oh, a matter of weeks, not even months, I don't think. Um, and coming in and opening up with the flip game, and now has a number of different games. There's the um, like a Russian roulette. There's the traditional roulette table, uh, the roll, uh, the dice roll, um, the coin flip. Obviously, I'm sure I'm forgetting another, but um, yeah, it's fantastic to see. Yeah, it's good, good, good uh, feedback in terms of using fleet too. Yeah, you know. definitely. And so next up, we have Captain Nemo and Sigma Pi. So they've added a UI for order creation, cancellation, and closing of operations. Added off-chain fleet plugins for order creation, cancellation, and closing of contracts. So those plugins will be decoupled from the published uh, and published as a fleet NPM package when they are stable enough. And is now working on the Bonds dashboard. Yeah, now we get, you know, that's going to be interesting uh, with Nemo building uh, some functionality in the Nautilus, uh, having essentially all of the operations that he needs to, uh, let's say, build the uh, applications in the Nautilus and then package them and pass them to other developers. You know, suddenly it's going to be a little bit easier to. <laughs> that's what we keep something. sort of banging that drum is um, yeah. use and. Uh, simplifying the process for people who come after and things like that. So, yeah, it's fantastic. And the Sigma Phi, actually, it's kind of come to light um, while I've been away for a couple of weeks. So I've seen a couple of nice screenshots of the Bonds dashboard and a few other things. So, yes, can't wait to see this one sort of come to light as well. Okay, so next up we have uh, Green Hat. All right, so it looks like Sorizor is uh, doing a great job revamping the Ergo Live Wasm. Um, looks like you dropped a uh, discussion to issue 663. Uh, looks like Green Hat's progress with the uh, Oracle framework. He split the Oracle config file into pool and Oracle config. Uh, so anybody that's interested there can check out the Oracle 2.00 beta 4 release. Uh, next is to introduce a new com command importing updated pool config uh, to avoid um a oracle issue uh, looks like 207 that might lead to lost reward tokens during the update process uh just a reminder they're still running the erg and gold uh pool on testnet with six oracles uh there's a couple places left so those of you out there please consider joining uh, i would encourage anybody and everybody that's interested in running their own pool to start one uh, we've got some good documentation in terms of the steps uh, that were taken to start the pool on testnet. Uh, he dropped a GitHub link to how to bootstrap uh, an Oracle. 
And the current uh, progress towards the release is always tracked on the Oracle Core roadmap. So if you're interested to see where we are in the process, where we've been and where we're going, click that link. Yeah, it's uh, with the testing, uh, you can jump onto that Telegram link there and join the group. Um, but yeah, the, the documentation around how to actually spin up and join the um, oracles and create your own and things like that, uh, pretty good. I actually read through it a little bit earlier after Glasgow posted the link in uh, one of the chats. So yeah, it's very well documented. And um, by all means, reach out if you want to join uh, the oracle pools there for testing. And that sort of uh, ties into this next comment from... Uh, Helix Evo, uh, just around testing. So there is a lot of testing that goes on uh, in the ecosystem. So he's just proposing um, sort of like a test group where people sort of offer infrastructure and things like that. Uh, but yeah, there's a number of people who sort of do do that off their own bat. Um, MGPI, I believe, spun up the test net that everyone's sort of utilizing now and things across the board. But yeah, it's definitely great to start that conversation and everyone join in and test. Okay, so next up we have Kushti. All right, so he's been working on uh, protocol and reference client uh, research and development. Uh, as we covered in the intro, the bootstrapping with the UTXO set snapshot is uh, working more or less stable. Uh, with snapshot being downloaded from multiple peers, you can test it on your own uh, by downloading from the UTXO snapshot branch, extracting some functionality into Another PR to make it possible to review it in smaller chunks. Um, looks like he's working on an issue where the node is holding invalid transactions for some time. Uh, the fix is underway. It looks like he's testing it. But uh, he's also reworking invalidated transaction IDs cache, uh, as it seems to not be uh, prioritizing the last transactions seen at all. Uh, so he's going to create an issue, and uh, then we'll get some improvement there. Uh, looks like he reviewed some PRs with uh, the Sigma State interpreter. Um, he also dropped a uh, forum post where he made a note about the feasibility of PRISM implementation, which is one of the uh, research papers out there in terms of uh, scalability uh, for blockchains. Uh, he's going to be reading some more papers and providing more reviews. I know this is something that in the past, ooh, probably a year ago, he was going through these, uh, but at the time then you know other things came up and now he's actually kind of diving into them with uh, implementation in mind rather than just kind of thought experiments so yeah. i'm looking forward to see him pick apart what makes sense what doesn't uh with all of these papers i know that you know one of his goals is always to optimize uh the, the networking layer as much as possible and creating his you know trying to avoid breaking changes um yeah. you know that's uh kind of the thread that we're or the thing we're trying to thread the needle on uh so we'll see as uh, more papers come out i think we'll start a broader community discussion what principles make sense uh you know in terms of the implementation uh what that would look like what that would do pros cons all that good stuff so yeah. it's a longer term discussion to start uh looks like with other matters uh we've Proposed some changes in the DEXI contracts to make the protocol more resilient. Uh, reviewing the contracts uh, that are done, preparing some writing about the protocol and the deployment instructions. Um, it looks like uh, he's also uh, 
calling out Liquid Face. Uh, I know that he's been wanting to have somebody review the Swamp Audio contract before he pushes his uh, kind of beta product. And so Alex is saying, well, which is the most recent version? Sorry for the delay. So looks like that's coming soon. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watching the most recent, uh, uh, what was it? The AMA, actually. I got a couple of chuckles there with the soon TM. So there's plenty of those <laughs> mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Alex, yeah, always busy. Um, just in regards to the papers and everything as well with the prism and writing the reviews and I like how methodical Alex is and how, um, like, he lists the pros and cons and, like you mentioned, uh, having the non-breaking changes. It's not trying to fit a square peg into a round hole sort of thing. He's actually looking for something that complements the way sort of Ergo set up and everything like that moving forward. Okay, so scrolling down, we have sigmaspace.io. So over the holiday period, it's made a lot of progress and just hoping to launch a beta soon. So on the front end, there's uh, these are all completed. So the landing page, block overview, the mempool view, and the token view. Uh, there's some sc uh, screenshots just down below. On the back end, some of the use cases need database queries, uh, which take too long to execute in the current Explorer database schema. So uh, he's changed the schema and tried to optimize it for more speed. Currently implementing a new chain grabber in Golang to index into the modified schema. So when that's finished, uh, they're going to open source the chain grabber and the modified schema if it solves uh, the performance issues. Good to see. And then on the infrastructure side, joined the Oracle v2 uh, test on testnet has prepared servers to run more services like Oracle's for Dexy or even Rosen, uh, a watcher guard if possible in the future, and has published the node API at node.sigmaspace.io. So it's probably going to do that for the testnet also soon. Good to see a couple of people actually setting up infrastructure for uh, in anticipation for Rosen and things like that also. As you can see, there's a couple of screenshots there. And next up, we have MGPy. All right. So with MGPy, it looks like on the bot side, uh, the decentralized off-chain bot is complete along with documentations. That's no huge feat for the ecosystem, huge tool uh, for anybody out there that's going to need them uh, for their application. It uh, looks like the extension is that the bot uh, can be used easily for other projects. Um, so... Yeah, big open source tool there. I have to give a big shout out to MGPy for that one. Uh, you can check it out at uh, the GitHub uh, link uh, that he dropped. <clears throat> now we get into the airdrop tool that he's been working on. Uh, the airdrop bot scripts uh, Python with ErgPy are complete. Uh, it can be repurposed for <clears throat> any token. Uh, it can grab 15,000 boxes and add them to a local database in five minutes, uh, 1,500 uh, let's say asynchronous API calls. Uh, looks like it grabs over 3,000 NFT holder and adds them to the local database in five seconds. Um, and, you know, that's, I don't know, when we, when we talk the future, right, CW, long term, uh, I think that if I look at extended UTXL and, and where 
it's absolutely going to destroy the EVM model in terms of performance. It has to do with taking cash flow and distributing it, you know, taking fees and distributing it. Because, you know, when you can, uh, you know, grab 15,000 boxes, chain a transaction and throw it out to the environment, uh, you know, and for a super low cost and a couple of blocks, have fun trying to replicate, have fun trying to replicate that on, on a lot of other systems. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh for one, performance-based, uh, trying to match that, but then also the costs that are associated with that, trying to match it on an account-based model and things. Um, I've often said this, once the power of EUTXO is actually realized, like for both, our, both ourselves and sort of Cardano and things, people actually ex- um, realize the potential of that output model where there is multiple inputs, but then multiple outputs in transactions and things. Yeah, it's going to be sort of mind-blowing. Yeah, it's good. Fun times ahead. And so, you know, I have to give a shout out to MG Pi because, you know, a lot of the open source work that he's doing here is is foundational uh, towards moving us towards that future. It looks like with uh, Python, he's created a native script uh, to determine if a address is um, paid a private uh, key, paid a script hash, paid a hash, and uh, uh, mainnet or testnet. So, you know, we get an idea uh, what you're calling, I guess, which uh, makes sense. Uh, one dependency, uh, base 58 serialization, uh, would be happy if uh, somebody could review and test. So those of you out there, please go on and, uh, yeah. Jump on that. Give us some uh, git and, yeah, give some feedback. Okay, so next up we have Prager Maxine. They're still researching uh, the blockchain persistence space, which should eventually lead to an explorer build on top of something more efficient than a RDBM or direct uh, Cassandra uh, persistence. Uh, For instance, the Janus Graph is basically a very sophisticated KV storage index generator uh, based on a given schema and it's able of handling queries in real time, regardless of the blockchain size and distribution of addresses and boxes. Uh, So, for example, the Postgres Cassandra query for a frequently used address or address with a lot of boxes could take ages to answer or even uh, crash the database. So it's good to see a little bit of research going on there. Uh, There's some comments here from Lua Bartra and PGR456 also, just in regards to uh, databases. Uh, Pragmaxim says, from experience, it's uh, just about total volume. It's about the entity distribution. So, for example, if you put Twitter database in the progress, uh, Postgres, uh, you'll need extra table for Barack Obama and Elon Musk uh, and do some join magic. Same goes with special addresses or something associated with insane amount of boxes. Uh, so, for example, Cardano might be, have, be many times bigger in data volume, but might have similar entity distribution as Ergo. It's interesting. Still a couple more uh, comments here, just general discussion. Uh, looks like next we have Blitz TCG. All right. Let me get past all the meat in that conversation about the explorer. Yeah. It uh, looks like a blitz. Uh, they've merged the development done by the partner team, the matchmaking efforts into the build. 
Uh, I'm creating a feedback list and sending it to them uh, to refine and improve before they move into additional matchmaking tasks. The card artwork completion is reaching about 70%. So something like 120 out of 170 characters or cards needed for Blitz have been released. Uh, looks like the months of January, February will be used to focus on the website a bit as its uh, current state for a couple of months. Um, and it looks like they want to get the Cardano integration up and running alongside the Ergo integration. Uh, also want to release the lore pages because lore is cool. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I love the artwork um, that they're oh, it's a number of artists now that are putting out. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I know I've said that numerous times, but yeah, just like to reiterate that. And next up we have Mr. Pixel and Cyberverse. So this is an important update to be done before release. So apartments, building and data in the game and servers complete. Uh, load apartments as you load the character NFTs from the wallet address is done. Also another update for the apartments in the server, which splits the apartments data from the user data. Added all 250 ergo pixel NFTs of walls. Added music and uh, music NFT token. Fully integrated the CYPX and Ergo token into the game. Split the character NFT data from the user data in the server and both the database. Uh, starting or start of using a true database. So convert all the demo data in the server to a true data uh, from, from the database. <laughs> Sorry, a bit of a tongue twister. Uh, load, save and get the true data, which won't be reset. And then on the roadmap, there's the connecting the wallet, the login and authentication for entering the game is completed and they have to uh, prepare the new UI for the new page. And on the character side, they're also starting work on new animation sprites that include jumping, running, fishing, consuming, dancing, and probably one of my favorite things, drinking. Awesome. So next up we have... Vitellier and Comet. All right. So what's Comet up to? It says, too lazy to do anything. Happy holidays. <laughs> uh, it looks like they did make a few memes, though. So there is progress on that front. Um, also, looks like there was a lottery winner that was a non-Comet winner, which is good to see. So high chance that uh, you know everybody else got wrecked, but somebody finally won. It uh, looks like they're going to shut the lottery down so they can create three more lotteries uh, with cheaper ticket price and the lower possibility of winning. Uh, the ETA looks like one week to one year. Seems like reasonable distance. Uh, we can't complain frame. after that. Yeah, we can't complain after the whole ledger stuff, which, you know, <laughs> we should probably add. Did finally get pulled into the uh, developer mode, uh, developer build over at Ledger HQ. So it's good to see. Yeah. Uh, Looks like the new rules uh, for the lottery pools are uh, the really poor people <laughs> lottery, uh, which the average ticket price is 10K Comet with 3% luck. The still poor people lottery uh, with the ticket price 125K Comet at 5% luck and the almost average people lottery <laughs> uh, with the ticket price of 250K Comet with 10% luck. So, um, it's good to see. 
you'll have to spill the beans. Did you win? Me? No, no. Zero <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm still a really poor person too. I didn't win anything. I have to look. I have to check my tip bot to see if I even fit in the <laughs> really poor people category. <laughs> uh, so scrolling down, we have a, a lot of things here that are non-related. Uh, there's a bit of an update here from Soisa, just in regards to uh, the comment above about doing the ramping on the ergoliblosm. So to provide some deal on what they detail on what they're doing with the wasm package, they're making a major 1.xx uh, release to overall make the package more familiar to JS devs and easier to use. So consolidating the current NPM packages into one to remove the need for platform specific code. Uh, there's removing the collection type, making things more JavaScripty and TypeScripty. <laughs> Camel casing names, new constructors instead of uh, ergobox.new, for example. Uh, there's making the API more consistent. Like currently, uh, classes have different names for doing the same thing. Other general things to improve the dev experience as they come across them by working with constants. Uh, there's making the TypeScript declarations as good as possible. Uh, it can be a little bit tricky. Uh, polish the API documentation and publish docs on how to do common things, how to use wallets, sign transactions, etc. If you've used uh, ErgoLibWasm browser or Node.js uh, in the past and have some suggestion, suggestions on things to improve, definitely uh, open an issue in the new repo, as you can see there on the link. And aside from that, uh, they're doing some stealth address uh, things with ERP41. It's been opened. If anyone has any time to check and have a look, uh, by all means, jump on that. And next we have a non-real in the auction house. All right. So it looks like with the auction house, users' activities such as sales, mint, and listings are shown in a table uh, that's refreshing every few seconds. Uh, fixed a bug in the API that caused... Uh, skipping for some of the auctions and not scanning them. Uh, looks like UI fixes regarding showing correct auction currency, uh, showing correct username, and showing time in user's time zone. Uh, the, a the bids API, which returns all bids for a specific auction, was not working properly. That's been fixed. Uh, we now scan and show all auction types, including uh, V1 auctions on uh, mainnet. So a lot of those old ones that you know people thought were buried, I guess, are back. Uh, it looks like the uh, loading uh, most pages server side and added skeleton screen for quicker and smoother page loading. So that's great to see. Yep. Okay, so next up, uh, Network Spore. It's unfortunately has been a little bit sick, but still alive and kicking, and so is the project. Uh, also integrate Ergo into it eventually soon. So that was the um, Arcturus RPG or something along those lines. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, so they were eventually thinking of an NFT file system would be good enough uh, to be a good marriage on the base layer along with the P, like a P2P. But uh, with the new arranging or arrangement, it'll go to the new app layer. Uh, it means that they won't be doing anything crazy 
uh, any crazy ergo daps for starts. I probably would do just a small one until uh, they build up the ability to tackle bigger uh, ones like NFTs. And scrolling down, I think that was the last update. Yeah, looks like it. All right, mate, it's good to get back into the seat, isn't it? Uh, checking things out, uh, getting back into the ecosystem and seeing what everyone's been up to, especially across the holiday period. Um, but you did mention a nice, beautiful update that uh, we've seen uh, just over the last couple of hours and probably nice to elaborate on that a little. Um, that's being Ledger pushed to uh, the developer mode and people being able to utilize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, you know, part of the process of uh, getting full implementation is, um, you know, it'll go to the developer mode. It's going through a series of tests on their side, which uh, I think we're uh, primed to pass this time around. And uh, at that point, you know, hopefully Ledger becomes a bad memory for me anyway, <laughs> but uh, a great user experience for everybody else. Yeah, most definitely. Very well said. Um, there is a couple of caveats as well that I saw uh, just in regards to sending and things like that. Uh, there's a limitation of 20 tokens um, mm -hmm. per transaction. And I saw a little bit of discussion around this on Twitter, actually. And just to clarify, that is 20 different tokens. So, for example, um, Comet, you could send Comet NFTs, uh, ERG, what else, like Excel, ErgoPad, Padea, everything like that. So you have a limitation of actually 20 tokens, not a limit of 20 ERG, if that makes sense. Just yeah, to has to do with the token types. Yeah, yeah. Well, number. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a good point to add. Uh, there should be a warning that pops up in, in wallets for that. Yeah. Um, you know, once that's uh, pulled, you know, fully uh, integrated, I think that'll be quickly added to all the wallets and uh, the ecosystem. And those of you out there with treasures can, you know, finally get the full experience. It's ledges. Oof. Soon was too long on this one, you know? <laughs> yeah, soon TM. Yeah. There's plenty, yeah, of zero, plenty of O's in that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I can't say I'm happy with how that was delivered, but it's yeah. good to it's good to be done. Yeah, we're here now. So just that final little hurdle of uh actually being reviewed by the ledger team and uh kicking things over and handing it over to the uh community to sort of run with and secure their, their precious erg and tokens, etc. Yeah, so it's a good way to start off the new year. Most definitely. All right, mate, it's been a pleasure chatting once again and jumping back into the, the weekly developer updates. Um, as always, everyone, thank you very much for tuning in. Have a good one. Have a good day, everybody.